Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here are the biggest stories and everything else you need to know from the new title town. It's Breaking Boston with Andy Hart. Breaking Boston this Friday morning, August 4th, and we are talking Patriots, Mac Jones, Patriots preparing for their in-stadium practice Friday night, which was for season ticket holders and Foxborough residents, so don't uh, get too excited and go down there. If you don't have a pass, they won't let you in. And we are going to talk about the quarterback who you see right there if you're watching this on your computer or phone. Mac Jones is indeed the Patriots starting quarterback. But there seems to be this narrative, this sub-story, this subplot, conspiracy theory. I'm not even really sure where it comes from or who is propagating it. And we do know we live in a modern time when social media and podcasts and blogs and the dark web, I'll call it, create these storylines that sometimes really have no validity. And I would declare that on this breaking Boston morning, There is no quarterback competition. There is no quarterback rivalry or controversy in New England. That story was for a year ago. Zappy fever has been put to death by some good antibiotics. Bailey Zappy is your backup quarterback for the Patriots, but don't believe me. Believe Mac Jones. First of all, let's look at what's going on. Mac Jones takes all the first team reps. Mac Jones is being used as a recruiter to try to bring in free agents like, I don't know, Ezekiel Elliott when he's sitting at dinner with Zeke. Mac Jones is the one who is always with Bill O'Brien. Mac Jones is the one who players reference as the starting quarterback, the leader, the captain of this team. And on Thursday, Mac Jones met with the media. But of course, a reporter asked him, and I'm going to read directly from the Patriots PR department's transcript. This storyline of a position battle with Bailey, is that at all distracting for you? Or are you locked in on this season? So position battle, quarterback competition he's asked about with Bailey Zappi, the second-year player who started a couple games last year when Mac was hurt. And this is Mac Jones's answer that I want you to digest and listen to and really tie in to what was asked, a storyline about a battle with Bailey Zappi. Mac Jones says, quote, Yeah, I think every year you have to have the mindset that you're competing, not just against yourself, Okay, I'm going to editorialize. So here you're thinking, oh, oh, he's going to talk about competing with Bailey Zappi, not just competing with himself. 
end editorialization back to quote, you're competing against the teams you're about to play, which is really important to me. Understanding that it's the NFL and every week you're going to go against a great quarterback. So that's my biggest concern and just trying to lead the team every day and bring everybody along. You know, I've been fortunate to be in a lot of quarterback rooms that are really good. So just trying to learn from everybody, obviously learn from coach Bill O'Brien, Evan Rothstein, coach Belichick. At the end of the day, it's all about improving each day. When you go out there on Sunday, you want your guys to be confident in you. And that's what I'm trying to instill in them right now. End quote. Not a single reference to Bailey Zappi. Not a single reference to competing for his job or proving himself in terms of his backup quarterback. It's all about competing. Again, we'll go back to the beginning. You're not just competing against yourself. You're competing against the teams you're about to play. On Sundays, other great quarterbacks on Sundays, Mac Jones, as he should, sees himself as the QB1, the starting quarterback for the New England Patriots, who is preparing to not beat out Bailey Zappi, but to take on Jalen Hurts in the season opener, as he should be preparing, because he is the starting quarterback. And I truly don't understand where this little little brush fire, little, little smoldering area of the internet where it's coming from because if you watch if you listen if you pay attention mac jones is the starter and as he should be by the way he's the more talented quarterback i know we can get into oh the offense for a week looked better last year what happened tell me that haha <laughs> tough guy tell me that mac jones is more talented mac jones was the first round pick mac jones has the job to lose and i firmly believe here on august 4th that the only way he loses it is through injury. I do not think he could perform poorly enough to lose the job. He's the starting quarterback of the Patriots. Bailey Zappi, for anyone who watches, can he make good throws? Obviously. All now 88 players that are on the practice field for the Patriots had this discussion with somebody yesterday. They have talent. You hear that cliche all the time. You wouldn't be here if you didn't have talent. But it's about consistency. It's about being able to do the job play after play. And Bailey Zappi can't, in my opinion. I love him. It's fun to watch. He's like a gunslinger without a gun. Like, he's got an edge to it. Like, I like his game. He's added this new thing this year that I'm not sure is a good addition to his game in which he, and that's my dog jingling and scratching in the background, if you can hear that. Um, he's backing me up on this podcast. That's my Bailey Zappi right back there, itching. Um, but Bailey Zappi has added this weird, Loves to throw at different arm angles. I And maybe, I don't know if he's got a QB coach. It's like, hey, you know, that's what all the cool guys are doing. Patrick Mahomes, he throws sidearm and three-quarter. And, you know, you can get it under pass rushers because he does get a lot of balls batted. And maybe it's an attempt to find more passing lanes. I'm not sure it's going to work out for him. But Bailey Zappi, it was a fun story a year ago. He's what professional sports are all about. These guys that come out of nowhere and have these little cult followings. And it's fun. But the reality is, this is Mac Jones's team. And I think he told you that yesterday in his, I don't know if I want to call it sidestepping answer, dismissive answer of the idea where he does not address Bailey Zappi when he's asked about it. And then the rest of Mac Jones's press conference. Well, first of all, I think Mac Jones has come off as likable as he ever has this summer. In his rookie year, I used grittying and all. Uh, grittying and all. Oh, 
I'll tell you who doesn't like him, the defense on the field. And that's producer yep. Coop Leonard chiming in. Um, we've, we're learning more and more what kind of trash talker Mac is and how he gets under the skin of defensive players, including those in Patriots uniforms. I watched it on day one, um, not day one, but first week of camp early on. He ran by um, Juwan Bentley, it was. Ran by him on like a scramble, scored. Bentley would have killed him in a real game, I firmly believe. But they didn't have pads on, so it's just sort of that run by, tap him on the hip. Max scored, celebrated, gyrated, did all these things, addressed the crowd. And I could see Juwan Bentley fuming, like, you're going to celebrate when I, in a game, I might have sent you to the hospital with a hit. Instead, you're celebrating in the end zone. Um, but he gy- yesterday he had a play, threw a touchdown pass, turned, and almost gyrated his hips, humped the defensive sideline, like in that, uh, not, not degeneration X, more of just like an Elvis hip thrust towards is this the, like the the key and peel you can only hip thrust two times uh you, get that you know third that time you get you get hit with the yeah, penalty that's yeah. a real nfl rule back in the day um but he did that i think he only did it once so i don't think it would have drawn a penalty but it certainly would have drawn the ire of any other t- defense and i think it drew the ire of his but from a fan perspective and a media perspective i think he's as likable as he's ever been his now three press conferences he's held he definitely seems like a happier, more comfortable, more confident. I mean, certainly the whole angst and dysfunction of last year is gone because he trusts Bill O'Brien and he trusts what's being put in place. But he also talked, and I want to um, touch on this. I'm just going to scroll through the transcript and find it. He He's really fixating on trying to have fun, trying to bring a positive energy to the practice field. And I think that's a two-part issue. I think he didn't have fun last year, so he's trying to, like, be, you know, I'm an NFL quarterback. I'm living a pretty good life. I should enjoy this. I also think, and this is total speculation. He hasn't really said this. I think Bill Belichick and he had a conversation about the late season outbursts, the anger, the STFU, the waving off the sideline in terms of a, that's not productive for anyone B as the leader of the football team. And yes, Mac, by the way, you're the leader, you're the starting quarterback, even keel. You have to be even keeled. We can't have these super highs, super lows. You're feuding with a coach, you're whatever. And I think he's really focused on, I'm going to be positive. Tom Brady used to say it, right? Like, oh, if I can't be positive, I'm going to. Now, he used to MF people all the time, and he didn't always hold up his end of the positive bargain because it is a frustrating game. But I think Mac is really fixating on being a positive leader for the New England Patriots, and leader, I'm going to say it again, leader, he is a leader, he's going to be a captain, he's going to be the starting quarterback, so all you zappy zappy fever, zappy whatevers can stick it up your zappy right now, because he's the backup quarterback. Um, this is going back to, do, 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 trying to find the real positive. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, right here. So he, Mike Reese at, asked him if there was a point this offseason where you, like really said, I need to get back to having fun. When did that happen? And he said, this is Mac Jones. I think it always stems from winning, right? To win, you have to do a lot of really good things consistently all the time. I feel like I need to do that better. Just try to lead the team more so from a mental side and all that stuff. Obviously, the plays and the physical stuff is there. I just have to go out there and try and lead. Really, for me, I've always kind of been a fun person, in my opinion. Hopefully, people agree. I think he threw in one of those uh, characteristic prototype Mac giggles there when he answered that. I was just about um, to say that that there was a hard giggle there. I know absolutely. Fourier were yep. uh, they were dunking on that a little bit. And it's Mac being Mac. Whether you think he's goofy, whether you think he's likable, he, 
He's more himself this year, and I like that, the giggles and the those types of responses. I think that's why it comes across as shocking to them, because they know that he's trying to improve his character, as he should be. Yeah. But with that, he's showing his actual side, and now I think people are kind of like, is this actually him? No, he is. I firmly believe he's a goofy, dorky. I've said this from day one. Look how he grew up. Yeah, well, he's. I think he... This is. I don't want people to take this in a different direction, but I think he's got some Peyton Manning to him. Where remember when Peyton Manning he used to make fun because like his wife sets out his clothes because all yep. he cares about is football and he can't even barely dress himself. I think Mac Jones is a football nerd, and we read some of those stories coming out of college. How he like even he coached a powder puff. Sorry, locally they call it Power Puff because Powder Puff is offensive now, but I'm gonna call it Powder Puff, a Powder Puff team, and he was like going nuts coaching a powder puff football team for a sorority because he loves football winning is the most important thing and he's called himself a football nerd i think he said juju is like me we're both football nerds like he loves football and that's the goofy bastard that he is like i for better or worse he's your goofy bastard nerd football loving qb we'll find out if his skill is good enough um but the fact that he's fixating so much on having fun and leadership, I think it's all coming from a positive place, and I think it's potentially going to a positive place. The one thing I'll say, fun doesn't matter. Leadership matters, but to some degree, if you can't throw, if you can't read the defense and hit Juju Smith-Schuster at 17 yards when you need to hit Juju Smith-Schuster at 17 yards, all this other stuff, likability, leadership, winning the competition with your backup, None of it will matter if he can't make the plays. But for the here and now, he's happy. He likes Bill O'Brien's offense. He's making plays. The last few days, the offense has looked pretty good. They've made more plays, receivers, quarterbacks, everybody. I think the offense is starting to come into fruition in terms of motions and fake motions and reads for the quarterbacks. And these are all things that I think are strengths of Mac Jones, that he can run an offense more the mental than the physical and get the matchups he wants and see where the matchups are. So I guess we'll wrap up this breaking Boston on a Friday to wrap up a week, more than a week into training camp on a positive note. If you're a Mac Jones fan, if you're a Patriots fan, if you're a Bailey Zappi fan and promoter, well, sorry, bad news for you. Bailey Zappi's the backup quarterback of the New England Patriots. He might have some fun preseason snaps. But when September rolls around and the tough schedule gets here, it's going to be Mac Jones because Mac Jones is the leader of the Patriots. Mac Jones is QB1, and Mac Jones is trying to lead in a more positive, happy manner. And I say you put that all together, and it's a feel-good Friday in August kind of Patriots story, Coop Leonard. You buying it? I'm, pr I'm feeling pretty zappy after all of that. Oh, get that zappy crappy <laughs> out of here. Mac Jones is leading the Patriots. Preseason games are around the corner. Training camp practices are rolling right along. And remember, each and every weekday morning, Breaking Boston will be here to break down the biggest story in Boston sports. Sometimes it's Mac Jones and the Patriots. Sometimes it's the wait-and-see approach to the Red Sox at the trade deadline. Hell, maybe we'll mix in some Celtics and some Bruins in the coming weeks and months. But every day, check your Breaking Boston app and podcast to find out, excuse me, your Odyssey app, your Breaking Boston podcast to find out what's going on, what the big news is in Boston sports. I'm Andy Hart. He's producer Coop Leonard. Occasionally we'll have Fitzy when he shows up. Breaking Boston, another one in the books.